Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 3 this season. My name is Jara and I'm one of the hosts on this episode. Today, I will be joined by host Gianna Kristen Hafsa to discuss how AI technology such as ChatGPT has impacted students' work ethic and critical thinking skills. Thanks, Jaka. My name is Gianna, and I'm another host on today's episode. Before we dive into today's topic, please take a moment to follow our podcast channel on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Pandora. All right, now that you've followed us, let's get into today's episode and stay till the end for the tip of the day. First off, for me, ChatGPT is a tool guide that we use when used correctly helps students with editing or using grammatical topics, or in addition to enhancing the vocabulary. What are you guys' thoughts on ChatGPT? I'm pretty mixed because, you know, I can acknowledge its faults and it also has its positive sides when it comes to using AI, but it took me, like, quite a while to get here because if you would have asked me, like, a couple years ago, I would have been like, yeah, it's solely plagiarism. You shouldn't be using it. But, like, that was before I kind of realized I was using it in a way. Like, I wasn't using it to write my essays and stuff like you see other people doing, but, like, I was still using it in aspect. For me, I didn't know anything about ChatGPT until I got to my spring semester of 11th grade. I was in class, and a couple of my friends were like that they got zeros on their assignments because the teacher found out that they were using ChatGPT. Now, I was like, what even is ChatGPT? And my friend, she told me that ChatGPT is basically just a tool that they can use that will do your assignments for you. So I was surprised, and I was like, ah... I wouldn't do that. But now I see ChatGPT a little differently because it wasn't necessarily ChatGPT itself. It's just how people are using these AI tools. For me, I've never used AI like ChatGPT or anything before. And I didn't really know that it existed until high school, like ninth grade. And it's something that I think that isn't supposed to answer your questions or like do your essays for you. It's not going to just do that. It's supposed to help you build on what you wrote. If you have an idea, it really helps you like expand the idea. It doesn't answer the question specifically. I want to add on to what Jaka said. I found out about ChatGPT in the similar manner, which was my friends would use it during English class. And especially this year that I'm in AP Link, a lot of the students feel like this pressure that they have to cater to let's just say the teacher's expectations or just their peers because you're in an AP class and it's this title of oh pressure like I have to do my best and like this year especially as an 11th grader it emphasized well ChatGPT is your friend but it's also your enemy and it's like how Hafsa said it's not for plagiarism and it's not to like give you the answer and then you don't revise it it's just supposed to be a guide it's like a tutor it gives you new grammar, it enhances your vocabulary, but it's not supposed to write your essays or give you the flow that in reality just doesn't allow you to be creative and it creates like this dull perspective in writing or just in general. Yes, I agree with Gianna. When my friends were telling me, oh, we're just using chat GPTs to submit assignments, da 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 my view changed when one of my friends told me that he was stressed out and he was just not at his full mental capacity to complete his assignments, right? He was, you know, doing so many things, doing different programs. He was moving from New York to Jersey. So it was like a whole lot. And he just could not really focus on school. You know, like life was getting in the way of school. So he had to just use ChatGPT. I love what Gianna had said about using it for grammar and stuff, because that's exactly what I used it for. 
I remember during online school, that's kind of when I first heard about Grammarly, and I would use it to grammar check my work because grammar was never something I was like too good at. So I would copy and paste my essay that I had just written, put it into Grammarly, and it would check it for me. And then I would use a text-to-speech bot because sometimes you become so used to your own words that it's just like when you're reading it back to yourself, there's no mistakes at all. But when you have somebody else read it to you, you realize that there's a mistake right there and over there, and you shouldn't put that there, and you should put it over there instead. So have any of you used AI technology for maybe the same reason or something else? Yes, I have. Like you mentioned, Crystal, Grammarly was a big help because especially when I had to respond to all these emails or I'm trying to network and things like that with others, I want to make sure that my grammar is on point and the way I'm sending the emails correct. Or even when I'm doing an assignment for my English class, because I don't really deem myself an ELA person. So I want to make sure that I get my point across and do my assignments correctly so my teacher doesn't dock points or anything like that and make sure that my grammar is correct. Because at the end of the day, I'm trying to make sure that what I'm writing is up to par. I want to add on to what Jaka said. Most definitely, like, especially as you go into high school and you're in 11th grade or 12th grade and you're looking at colleges and teachers are like, well you're in the stage in high school where like your writing is supposed to be immaculate and you're supposed to write this amazing supplement for college or like these essays for whatever topics that you're doing in class and like because of that pressure they don't realize maybe I'm not allowing the student to show their individuality or their creativity because I'm just putting that fixed perspective or that fixed ideology like hey I have to make sure this student knows that these are the expectations I have and like there's no going lower or higher because of that you have to meet it and that's it to add on to that like me personally i have used chat gbt and i started like really using it for grammar like jaka and crystal in the end of my 10th grade year so like in june because that's when i had more essays for my english class specifically for example i had a macbeth essay and it was like about a play and it was like thou this and thou that and i was just like well like what if i mess the vow like I don't want to be that one kid that messes up the vow and like the way that in English poets used to speak. So I was like, let me make sure I'm right and use Grammarly. And like that helped me. But the reason it helped me was because I didn't abuse Grammarly. I put into the chat and browser and was like, okay, write my Macbeth essay and make sure that this and this is spelled correctly and yada, yada, yada. Like you use it to a certain extent to express your individuality and your creativity because you can't just abuse it in that sense. Oh my gosh, something just reminded me of like, when I was younger, I would watch, you know, everybody watches YouTube videos and stuff like that. I'm just realizing that actually my real first encounter with AI technology was when YouTubers would do like, you know, promotions and ads for EduBirdie, which was like, it's the same as ChatGPT where it's like, an AI tool, writing your essays for you, you pay them, it's all for free, this, that, and third, or whatever, how they advertise it. I'm just now remembering that. That's so crazy. Jaka, you're making me feel real young right now, and I'm only a grade, like, below you, because, like, I have not heard of that, and I don't know if it's because I've been under a rock or something, but I've most definitely not heard of that, but now I am definitely educated. Agreeing with what Jaka said, the same thing has happened with me. I encountered AI actually like at a way younger age. I never used it, but like I saw like ads in it and like sponsorship videos with YouTubers. And I also used to see those Grammarly ads when I was a kid. So like I've definitely like encountered AI like way before. 
like when I was younger and especially for Edubirdy too like I actually saw a YouTube video with like a YouTuber who actually sponsored Edubirdy in his video he talked about what like Edubirdy does and like how it helps you write essays I want to add on to what Hafsa said AI technology has a lot of pros that leads to into why it was even built in the first place but in my opinion AI technology is a pro Obviously, there's a pro and cons to everything, but one of the pros is obviously grammar, enhancing vocabulary, and just in general giving your ideas for an essay or anything that has to do with educational system and based on writing. For me personally, I think of it as a pro because there's times that I have writer's block and I don't know really what to write. And for example, I take AP this year, which I've said before, so there'll be times where we're writing an essay or picking out choices and I just don't know what to write. Like, I'll read it, I'll understand the concept, but because of, like, the critical thinking that it's asking me to accomplish, it's just a lot harder for me to interpret that. So, I use Grammarly, or I use other ChatGPT resources to give me just a flow of what I should be writing. For example, one time in AP, I used ChatGPT as context. So, I put in a topic of Noah Trevor and what can you give me based on that article so I looked at the uh, resources and based off of that I my brain started flowing and I got a gist of what I should do for my essay and then that will later help me develop my writing I can totally relate to that I had used chat gbt one time um, I'm a part of this law program at my school and my law teacher He's the one who encouraged us to actually use it because we were doing a whole argument about teen curfew and he was encouraging us to use it to create arguments, create ideas and like elevate your writing and to make your writing more precise because me and him, we were having a conversation and he was like, AI is not all terrible. When you're putting like these references or these key words and ideas into ChatGPT and stuff you're not always going to get the result. So by, you know, rewriting, reworking what you want, you're kind of elevating your writing. You're making it more precise. You're specifying exactly what you want. And I think that's a pro, if anything. I feel like aside from like the educational view of ChatGPT, like ChatGPT is kind of also used for like students or just people, individuals in general, that like they aren't as extroverted as others. And they might see ChatGPT or any AI system as a way to cope or a mechanism. Like, I know some people that, like, they use Snapchat and they'll talk to an AI and they'll be like, well, my day was great and so and so. And that helps them to calm down and relax. And yes, the alternative is to talk to a human being like one-on-one, but there might be some people that just don't feel as confident to do so as others. So I feel like aside from the educational part, chat gbt could be a positive in an emotional sense where they feel connected in a way i agree with what gianna said i feel like ai technology could really help people who are like introverted or who don't have others to like talk to and for specifically like introverted people it might be like easier for them to contact different people like they have like a problem you know when you go on like websites like shopping websites or like some like furniture websites and there's like online bots or like assistants that are like popping up in the corner and like you could just send your message to them and like you won't have to let go and like have to face like the anxiety of like being in person and like having to talk to someone like face to face. I think another type of AI that people like us as consumers we don't really think about or realize is there is actually reactive AI. 
So reactive AI is basically like your recommendations that you get from the platforms you use, like your recommended movies and shows on Netflix or your recommended videos on YouTube. And I think that's a big pro of AI. So like these companies are able to use like what we watch and find similarities in what we like and bring us other movies and shows that we can get into and, you know, talk to our friends about. Okay, well, I have a question because you guys brought it up. So Snapchat AI, you're using it to talk to people or you're using AI as a replacement for human interaction. Doesn't that cause a dependency? And can't that be seen as a negative side of AI? Like we're becoming too dependent on it? Most definitely. Like even though AI in the sense, like you said, for example, Snapchat having conversations can be positive. There's also a negative side to using Snapchat in this manner. You become so dependent on technology that you lose a sense of human interaction. And then there's no time to bond with another human being because you're so stuck to technology. Being used to that fast reply, you wouldn't even really know how to address someone else. Like, what if the daily conversations of, hi, how are you? How was your day? Little ideas, little concepts that we see as normal wouldn't evolve in society since we're so used to AI technology if we use it in that manner. And getting a fast reply from someone else, from a robot, an AI, isn't as genuine or diverse than from getting it from a human being. Because at the same time, you have to think they're trying to cater to what you are feeling and how the replier wants to be replied to it's not the same as a human which well we all have our own opinions and we're not scared most of us to speak our mind in general so ai technology in a real setting where you have to converse with others it would be really difficult for a person to adjust yes gianni you make a great point It creates a barrier for people emotionally and socially. Like, because at the end of the day, people have to go into the real world and grow and, you know, use these things and gain their own sustainability. So with that, you have to talk to people. You have to interact with people. You have to be able to speak about what you need and get the help that you need and the things that you want in life. So I think that it it creates a lot of emotional instability for a person when they only rely on AI technology or they use it too excessively. Also, adding on to what Jaka said, um, we use AI technology so much that, like, me personally, my friends and I don't really have anything to say as much, like, in person because we send um, each other a lot of TikTok and Instagram videos that we find relatable in our chats, and that happens on, like, a daily basis. Like, we go in person and we don't have a lot of things to talk about, and it's, like, really, it's really weird because... I feel like we connect to AI so much that it's creating social and emotional barriers between me and my friends and the important people in my lives because we don't really have anything else to say anymore. Like, we rely so much on AI technology that it's kind of isolating us. Also, you made such a good point. Like, I didn't even think about it on my own, honestly. It's so obvious that we should have already known like this. But at the same time, because we have so much going on in our brain and we don't really sit down and think to ourselves like, hey, this is true. I don't really converse with my family. I don't talk to my friends. Because like you said, I'm texting an AI all day. And I'm on social media. I'm not making connections with humans. It's just gone. And I can't really relate to what Hafsa said. That I'll be with my friends in school. And all I see is every period someone on their phone. Or if we're doing a lesson that the teacher says, okay, you know, use your phones. Or use a computer, an iPad that you have. And... Everybody uses it, 
But in reality, most of the time, they're on another tab playing video games, watching Netflix, watching YouTube. And they're not really, like, honing in on what we're supposed to do. And school's already a place where, as teenagers specifically, we don't enjoy. And if you do enjoy it, that's great, but majority don't. So having that measure of students just doing whatever they want and not coming together and solving a problem, even if none of us know the answer, it just makes the experience more dreadful. Because at the end of the day, we're here to learn. But if we're all on our phones and we feel alone, like in person where we're supposed to have people around us, then what's the point? It just makes the experience more dwelling and there's no fun to it. Like when you notice that a group really engages in a topic is when there's no electronics, no AIs involved, no computers, no iPads, nothing. Not even a really smart board because at the same time you get tired of looking at that board all day, like unless you got blue light glasses, like you just get tired. But like in that sense, the only way a student really pays attention is when it's either on the books and when it's a group of students and a teacher and they're just like grinding on those questions and there's no technology involved at all. Because when technology is involved, students take time and do whatever they please in a sense. I find like this whole conversation so interesting because I feel like like talking with AI would get like pretty boring because I feel like a lot of times AI lacks character or voice because you know when you're typing stuff into chat GBT and stuff or you're like grammar checking or grammarly I feel like the tone is just very off like there's no emotion behind it because obviously it's a robot so it's like how do those like conversations go like when you're talking with your like chat AI from snapchat or something to add on to what Crystal said not gonna lie you guys like I tried it one time because my friend was like Gianna, like, you know, there's an AI on Snapchat, and, like, you never knew, and I was like, no, because, like, I'm not really on Snapchat. So I re-downloaded that app, and I checked for myself as a credible person I was trying to be, and, like, I would ask the AI questions, like, when's my birthday, or, like, information that you'd think a robot would know because, like, it's in the system, in a way. So I was just, like, answering questions, and it was such a boring conversation because it's just, like, an AI or any type of robot is just supposed to be there to respond to your emotional needs and it's not like they're gonna disagree with you or give you some kind of spice or energy like it's just like okay this is the answer have a nice day like it's um, sometimes you might not even get to have a nice day it might just be a quick answer it's very dull and big at the same time and that's one kind of negative of ChatGPT in general Yeah, agreeing with what Gianna said, AI really gets boring sometimes, and especially, like, when, like, you use it for, like, too long, it just gets really boring. Like, sometimes I'm on Snapchat or, like, Instagram, and it just gets boring after I text it for, like, too many hours, and also, it's like it knows too much about you, and it's just, like, inhuman to, like, know my birthday and everything, like, to remember all of that information about me. And also, like, when I'm with friends and family, it's way more interesting and it's way more fun because I actually have, like, human interaction and, like, emotion, emotions being exchanged. And the impact of AI now just, like, it makes me feel, like, tired and, like, drained a lot by talking to AI and spending my day using technology because, like, it makes me feel more dependent on it now. And, like, especially with my homework, like, I procrastinate so much and, like, I often feel... AI is like boring because it's not as fun as like talking to like humans and like also it's like you're losing a lot of daily 
social like exchange through people and it's important to talk to people every day and like to talk to them about like how you're feeling and AI really doesn't help with that because it's just like a robot it doesn't like understand my emotions and like it doesn't like have the same human like characteristics. Hafsa you mentioned how because of AI like we lose human characteristics like it drains you mentally and everything because of this like what are we thinking do we think that AI will potentially replace human intellectual thinking or just one-on-one connections with others? Great question, Gianna. I think that we would lose one-on-one connections because of AI technology because we wouldn't socialize as much in person and we wouldn't like understand each other more because it would create more of social and emotional barriers between us because um, we would be talking to each other through like messenger apps and like AI bots. But AI technology wouldn't replace, like, our, like, human abilities to, like, think and, like, process emotions and, like, diversity in general because AI doesn't have those things. Like, AI can't process emotions, and emotions play a huge part in being human and, like, being able to interact with people. I agree with you, Hafsa. I feel like we decline our creativity and just our individuality in general because of ChatGBT or any type of AI technology. But it's like you said, like, you're never going to really be as invested mentally and physically into ChatGPT or any AI since it's not you. It doesn't show creativity. It, at the end of the day, it's just a robot. And yes, the robot has an answer and maybe it's correct or not. Maybe 95% of the time it is correct. But what makes humanity like fun and diverse is the fact that we don't all agree on the same thing. We all have our own opinion and most of the time we're not afraid to show it or express it. Like having multiple Giannas, having multiple crystals, having multiple Jagas or multiple houses, it'd be boring. Like if we were all just saying, yes, yes, I agree. Like there's no development. There's no character development. There's no nothing. Like it's just a constant feeling of, well, I'll agree with someone just because. Yes, I think that AI cannot replace human intellect or critical thinking because we as humans, we all have experience and that's why AI doesn't have. AI doesn't have experience, it doesn't have real life. As humans, we go through everything, we go through life, we go through different obstacles, different challenges, different, you know, happy moments, sad moments, this, that, and the third that AI cannot give. And especially with like, you know, writing. I think about colleges and stuff like that. I want to go to college. I aspire to go to college. So with things like my personal statement or my supplements, I want to tell the colleges who I am. And if I was to use AI to do my personal statement, just to call it a day and turn it in, then it wouldn't show who I am. And that might stop my own growth and stop me in my own path to become a biomedical engineer or a computer scientist. Jaka, I love your point. Like, I totally agree with what you said. Um, I don't think AI will replace human intelligence at all. I think AI is as strong as we make it because we're the people who are exploring and making discoveries. We're adding on to intellect that we've, you know, gathered up from years and years ago, and we're providing that to our computers. They know everything that they know because of us. They don't have the ability to explore. They don't have the ability to, you know, discover stuff unless we tell it to. So we're kind of the trendsetters in a way because we're sharing this information with them. I agree with what Crystal said. AI robots have nothing on us. Yeah, AI robots can have the information, somewhat incredible experience, 
However, human beings are the reason that they have all this information. We've lived not just the experience, but faced different adversities. A robot doesn't have the same intellectual thinking as they have no emotion. And if they did have those emotions that we do, they'd be considered humans. But in reality, they don't. I don't think an AI will ever replace human intellectual thinking or experiences. Because at the end of the day, AI can have the right or wrong answer. But the reason that they have all these contemplated realities is because we give them that opportunity. Our statistics, our experience, and everything else. Yeah, um, adding on to what Crystal, Gianna, and Jaka said, um, AI can, like, you know, like, it can help us, like, cope with things, but it can't, like, it can't replace humans and, like, human intellect and critical thinking skills because AI just has, like, data, like, it just has collected data, and it doesn't have skills because it's not human, and skills is, like, a concept that, like, humans have, and, like, to build skills, you need experience, and you need to, like, learn off of your mistakes, and AI doesn't have that because it's a robot. Absolutely. I thank you so much for this conversation. I feel like it was really insightful and I loved hearing your perspectives. And I thank everybody who's listening for tuning into our third episode this season. We hope you enjoyed listening to our thoughts on the impact of AI and on us and in schools. Also, don't forget to follow and share our podcast channel with your friends and families. Lastly, to learn more about SEO Scholars, follow us on IG and TikTok at SEO Scholars NYC. And to end this episode, our final tip for the day is to remember that while AI technology presents an easier way to complete assignments, the one thing it lacks is our voice and individuality that we bring to the work. So, our question for you is, how important is authenticity and individuality to you? Thanks, and we'll see you in our next episode.